Welcome into the Dad Verb Podcast, where you chat parenting from the lens of a dad. My name is Andrew. If you're watching on YouTube today, we got a we got a guest. We got a returning guest here. It's one of our mods. It's Andrew Saunders calling in from Utah. We're going to be chatting about food today and a couple other things. Uh, and then, uh, as usual, I'm joined by my buddy Ben Brown. What's uh, up? We'll start with Ben. How's it been? Oh, it's been uh, it's been good. It's been a good week. Um, just got uh, we're talking a little pre-show. Uh, just got back from a two-year-old's birthday party with some like old college friends of our ours. Um, super cool, you know. Bit of a rough ride home with the two kids, but uh, I think it was just kind of a late night, going a bit nuts. Kids screaming in the back seat, and um, how tense yeah, did it, it was get? Tough. Uh, real tense, really tense. Uh, yeah. Mom, mom hopped in the back seat to try and help calm everybody down, and mm-hmm. that didn't go well. And yeah, it was. Uh, we had to have a, a bit of a come to Jesus moment with our our <laughs> almost three year old because uh, pinching and kicking were were the name of the game to get some attention back there. So you know, yeah, it got to the point where Dad had to pull over and yeah. talk to his yeah, kids. So I that's did. that's when I it did. gets bad. Luckily, we were like we were in our neighborhood. We like just pulled in, but it was like escalating, and yeah. I finally just stopped the car, got around to the side, and was like, "Look, man, put your hands in your lap. Don't take them out of your lap until we pull in the driveway. Like, just don't touch your mother anymore." Yeah, um, yeah. And so it was. It was good. He he understood the the gravity of the situation after that. Um, which was real solid. And then we had a, had a little chat afterwards while he was brushing his teeth of like, you know, why were we talking like that? Why yeah. was this an issue? What can we do to avoid this in the future? So we had to do a little, little backtracking and recovery. Cause I probably didn't handle it the best I could have in the moment, <laughs> but you know, uh, we, we nipped it in the bud and we, I think we learned a lesson. So hopefully I'm going to assume that, when, that you, when you pulled over and you did, you did the dad voice, didn't you? You put, you went like, Hey, mm-hmm. You put your hands in your oh, yeah. le- like you went full. Yeah, voice voice drops like half an octave, and you get get make direct eye contact. <laughs> yeah, you go listen. <laughs> yeah, listen. you know, you know this. I is didn't what's realize it. I didn't realize it's like was a dad, but drill sergeant voice is the same as dad voice. Like they're the. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. It's the exact same, but it's amazing how well it works. But yeah, that's you know, you're, I'm not yelling. You want to hear me yell? Uh oh. <laughs> oh, that's dad voice. Yeah, okay, um, I got it. So, I uh, leading up to the to recording here. I was putting the kids to bed, and uh, I, I gotta say, today was a good day with my boys. It was a it was a good calm day. Not that that much. Um, uh, the only bad thing was Colin punched Henry square in the back. I because so I mean, but it was fun. Just it could have worked <laughs> like but, you uh, do it was a brother. Yeah. I'm, brothers. I'm, I'm putting the kids to bed, and uh, Henry's brushing his teeth. Colin just wandering around in the room, just kind of sitting there, written, getting ready with the books because we do this reading thing. And then, uh, and then Colin farts near my face, and uh, and he turns to me, and goes, "Oh, I toot tooted." I was like, "I know," and he goes, "Ah, oh, it smells like I just pooped." I said, "Yeah," and he goes. <laughs> Did you like it? I was like, no, I hated it. And he goes, okay. Like, I don't, the sequence of events with four year olds, like, I don't, it's like, why would you think that I would like that? So it's, uh, he, he, he gave me the did idea. You like, did you think it was funny? So I, yeah, I just, did you like this? And then, so then I, I, after that kind of inspired me. So I was like, dude, I got to go take a dump before we start, uh, before we start recording here. Got to, got to drop it out. Really? 
And then and then Andrew texts me in the as I'm wrapping up. He goes, "Hey, are you playing Marvel Snap on the toilet again?" I'm like, "This dude effing hacked my phone." I was so impressed. I was so impressed. I literally looked at my phone and I was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> and then I just texted Why, him back yes, like I always. Am. Like I yeah. I was playing a Galactus deck and I had one as he was texting me, it was great. It was a great way to finish off before hopping on the podcast. I was just going off the 15-minute late text message and the entire dad time toilet yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really just a guess. Like, he's late. I bet he's pooping. If like, someone knows <laughs> our podcast and someone knows yeah. our scheduling, it's Andrew right here. This dude knows. <laughs> he knows me without knowing me. It's amazing. But I, I uh, do what I can, man. I do. So anyway, we're on here today. We're going to be chatting about food, our experiences with food. I think as parents, uh, feeding can arguably be one of the most difficult parts of parenting in some instances. Uh, and that goes from babyhood, right? Feeding, uh, whether it's like breastfeeding or formula feeding, those have their own diffi- uh, difficulties respectively. Uh, and then as the kids get older, they can start to be picky. They might not like gravitate towards certain foods uh, or they'll just gobble it all up. So, you know, uh, we're going to be chatting about that, how we've kind of dealt with feeding, what recipes may or may not have worked. Uh, Andrew is one of our mods here uh, from our Discord, and uh, he single-handedly uh, uh, runs the the food channel of the Discord. Uh, it's just him posting uh, images of, of of his of his kids eating gracefully. Um, <laughs> gracefully, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's here. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna chat about that, and then maybe even uh, discuss. We might dabble in a little bit of um, summer travel, summer road trips. Uh, actually, that was a comment that came in, and I just completely it it just went way over my head a comment came in about like hey can you talk about like road trip gear or just like things for that Mm. and um i never i never hit on that uh and honestly off the top of my head i might semi struggle to come up with it i'm sure i could come up with it but that might be something that we might hit on um having spent 24 hours in a vehicle with an 18 month and a three month old in the last 14 days i got advice okay <laughs> well then here we go man well so when you're ready Yo, let me know <laughs> andrew hey, we're, we're gonna hit that we're gonna hit that and uh we're, we're gonna run with that so without further ado um andrew really happy that uh that you're back here after thank you, what, thank it's you. Been, you you were with us like episode two three um and yeah. uh yeah man it's, it's been a good. couple months we, it's, it's it's been a minute but um happy to have you back we've got to have more of the mods and more of the just the people on the discord um come on to the thing because i i pull fully away from the discord and just let let the dad <laughs> community be the dad community and chat mm-hmm. and we've got some active voices on there um so uh i'm gonna have i'm gonna reach out to some of you guys uh and and get you guys on the podcast but uh let's talk about food let's talk about chatting uh i mean what did i let's talk about chatting what is wrong with me man what's wrong chat about me? chatting let's talk let's about, chatting. about chatting let's have a nice chat about the ims we're sending on the chat client <laughs> aim yeah. uh asl um okay so when it comes to food andrew for you and your experience, you've got you've got two kiddos. Your oldest yep. is how old eighteen now? months, nineteen months now. How has food been for you? Did you go the baby led weaning route, uh, and then kind of graduate up from there? How? What was your guys's approach? What was your approach? Because you're, you're uh, Mr. Chef as well. You, so you get, you so get you're bougie. gonna get you're gonna get some personal guilty pleasure information here. Tell so me. while we were pregnant with our first kid. Um, one of Andrew's weird guilty pleasures is I like to watch Below Deck 
which is a Bravo show <laughs> about no. yachts. You you watch Below Deck? I do. I do. And there's two reasons why. I get two good reasons. They cook amazing food and it looks gorgeous and they okay. feature it on every episode. Okay. And they go to spectacular locations. Okay. In addition to which, it really strikes that like road rules, real world teenage Trash vibe TV. in my life mm-hmm. yeah. that is garbage TV. <laughs> However, there was a crucial moment on one of the episodes in one of the seasons where this dude who was a multimillionaire brings a four-year-old and a three-year-old onto a multimillion dollar yacht. Mm-hmm. And the chef's going, God, I don't want to cook for these kids. I always have to make weird macaroni. And, and you know what the dad says? Uh, he eats what we eat or he doesn't eat at all. And the chef wow. was like, like, yeah, wait, what? Okay. Yeah. Like, and then my brain went, wait, you can do that? Like, <laughs> right? Because I'm sitting here going, all of my friends' kids are picky. They all eat mm-hmm. like nothing but chicken strips and fries and mac and cheese that's craft mac and cheese anyway mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was the moment in which i decided my kid is not going to be a picky eater right by right. dad's choice right so i actually have a sign in my kitchen that says kitchen where friends and family come to eat what's served or go to bed hungry and everyone under the age of 18 who walks into my house has to read that sign before they eat a meal at my home <laughs> so that they understand what the rules are and it's weird, but they all get it and they mm-hmm. all eat and I get it. Right. Like I got a buddy's kid who hates mushrooms. So when I cook with mushrooms, I don't expect him to eat the mushrooms. I, he hates right. the texture. Like it's not a problem. Right. But he isn't allowed to just go. I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, okay. Anyway, gotcha. So I got you. So we that's how I've been raising my kid. And as soon as the doctor kind of said, sure, you can start feeding her stuff. I think it was around four or five Solid. months. She yeah, was yeah, getting yeah. pureed, uh, those little Gerber yogurt bites that dissolve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we did her first like solid, solid food was after she had her bottom two teeth. I let her chew on a dill pickle um, mm-hmm. and she literally scraped all the seeds out of a dill pickle sitting at this little Italian just deli. Sucked it down. Um, and she did. She just sucked on it until it was dry. She loved yeah. it. That's a um, good. That's actually an interesting because it's a strong her, flavor for a baby. Right. You know that. Yeah. Our kids right. loved uh, but dill pickle spears, well. too. Those are great. Yeah. Her reward huh. was a cannoli. So she had a dill pickle and then a cannoli, like back Golly. to back. Um, <laughs> so, and I didn't read anything on, like, baby-led weaning. I read a few recipes on, like, making my own baby purees. And as I said in the Discord, and I kind of got put it on Facebook, like, I will do this if there's interest. But, frankly, it's a mess and it takes forever. And, I, like, I have all the stuff to make a very good puree thin sieve and it took an hour just to get Mm -hmm. you know a pint of decent baby food and i was like i'm not doing this again yeah i know i but what works a lot better is just roasted vegetables yeah like Mm -hmm. i'll cut up a butternut squash into one inch cubes throw it in the oven salt pepper and she'll just sit there and chew on them right Uh um so that's again it's all been you eat what i eat and and here you go. Let's let's do this, right? And I mean, so, occasionally I worry about choking, but at this point, she runs around with a cheese stick and a thing of Cheerios in her hands all day long, and that's all she does. I mean, so, it's... <laughs> so Ben, in yeah. your household, you eat what I eat. Does that go down smoothly for you as well? Uh, for the most part, um, I think Good that's for you. We're, we're pretty straightforward on. And, and again, um, so a little background on like my family, right? Like we. I grew up cooking, 
like my grandmother cooked, my mom cooked. I was around them all the time. There's always something being made in the kitchen, whether it was, you know, pies or stews or, you know, just steak and potatoes or, you know, liver and onions. Like there's all kinds of stuff being cooked all the time. Mm. And so I really kind of like fell in love with the kitchen at a young age. So I was always, um, really taught to be like self-sufficient. Like you have to know your way around the kitchen in order to survive, right? Like someday you're going to move out of your house. You're going to need to know how to cook something. Um, and so because I enjoyed it, I always kept pursuing cooking. You know, you go through college and it's like, what can I cook that's cheap and fast? So it was like lots of rice and beans and chicken and you know what's filling but really easy mm-hmm. um and my wife comes from a cooking family too um oh. and so we always love to make food and my family used to really show their love through food like we're we're big people like we're, we're a family of big people but we show our we show our love through food like that yeah. was a big part of how we showed affection to each other was we cook something um now fast forward to having kids one of the big things that we do is like, because we love to cook, I want to try and make sure my kids are getting something that's healthy. But a lot of times it's much easier to say you eat what we eat. So, uh, you know, we got to the point where we did kind of a pseudo baby led weaning, um, kind Mm -hmm. of a, a little bit different, not, we weren't giving them like, or giving my son like real solid foods. Um, so what we did is at the recommendation of our pediatrician, we started with, basics, you know, bananas, avocados, just kind of mashed up where he could just kind of pick them up and eat them and get the texture and the flavor. Mm -hmm. Um, as he got a little bit older, then we started with, um, like cucumber slices, like not slices, um, Mm -hmm. cucumber, like spears. So something relatively soft that he could just chew on. And then by six to eight months, we had done like high allergen foods. So we did like eggs, strawberries, peanut butter, butter, all that stuff, just expose him to it, see what works, see what doesn't. Yep, And from there, it opens up kind of like a whole world of possibilities of what you can make for your kid. But one of the best recipes that my wife found was once you find out that your kids aren't allergic to eggs, you can make two ingredient pancakes. So uh-huh. you do like, you can do a savory pancake with like egg and broccoli or egg and sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you're kind of through all the mash stuff and they actually want to pick things up, those two ingredient pancakes are great because you can make them in a big batch you know, freeze them, thaw them out, keep them in the fridge for a week or so. And we would just warm them up. He could pick them up and, and, you know, chew on those and was able to, to chew them up, get them down without really any real risk of choking. Mm. Um, but what that opened us up to as well was like, now he's been exposed to sweet potatoes and asparagus and broccoli and all these different vegetables. And then you can start integrating. Like, I think one of the first meats we gave him was like pot roast. So yeah. like, you know, fairly soft. strong flavors. Yeah. Very yeah, soft, very, tender. Fairly, very strong flavors. Um, yeah. he used to also really love, um, <laughs> like pastrami. He loved uh-huh. pastrami. So we would go to like our local deli and we could get like a big container of pastrami mm-hmm. and just take that home and heat it up. And he would just eat it bit by bit all day long. Right. Um, right. So he loves that sort of flavor. So now when I'm making like, if I make a rack of ribs, he'll eat like a third of it. Like just by himself, he's gonna be three, hey, month. and he'll just sit there and just crush like a nice. rack of ribs, chicken wings. Uh, I made a brisket the other day, and he'll just crush brisket, cheese, like all these proteins that kids usually have issues with the texture. He's already been exposed to, um, you mm-hmm. know. And every now and then, if he gets real picky, we'll make him something else. Or if we're just kind of lazy and like, I want to make something specific for my wife and I, 
I'll make something for him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, he eats exactly what we eat. Yeah. So I think the, um, uh, well, the kind of the ethos that Andrew laid out at the top here, you know, it's like you, you eat, you eat what we eat or nothing at all kind of a thing. Uh, it's, um, I think, I don't know, for the most part, not as easy of, as it sounds. No, it's not as easy no. as it sounds. And obviously no. there's going to be some bend and give here. You know, we're not as rigid, you know, authoritarians here. Uh, but I think I saw this, like, I don't know if it's like in all of France or whatever, but like that was like a, a common, there was like a debate about that, that I saw once on Instagram. And there was like a bunch of like French mothers that are that, that basically laid out that same ethos. It's like this, this, you eat what we eat. And that's like, that's how it is. That's just how it goes. We're not going to hold tailor a whole like baby diet just for you. Uh, we, we need to get you exposed to, um, to certain things here and there. Uh, and for the most part, that's what we did as well. Um, very similar to kind of what Ben did. We did the, the I guess the baby led weaning thing, uh, with a little bit of the purees. Um, and when we would cut up the, like the, the vegetables and stuff like that, I think the general rule of thumbs, like kind of make it like about the size of your next finger, uh, same kind of width, same length. Uh, so that's something they can grab and gum, uh, gum down, mm-hmm. uh, and, and mitigate, um, to the best of your ability, like the choking risks or whatever. Uh, and for the most part, our kids did really well up to 12 months. They ate like everything, scrambled eggs, rice, mm-hmm. just you know everything. Um, and they ate it all except for honey because, you know, babies can't have – well, yeah. in Western <laughs> culture, <laughs> babies cannot, yep. cannot have honey. I think in, in – right. in, uh, whether – I think it's like if you're like Muslim or whatever, it's very traditional for people to give babies honey. Up to like a year or two years. Yeah, it's, it's a that. year. It's a yeah. botulism risk. It's yeah. A, yeah. Um, so, that was my usually, favorite pediatrician visit. I called it botulism day. I'm like, can I give them to him now? Does she have botulism? <laughs> I'm like, we <laughs> and we went home and I'm like, here's honey. Go. Yeah, yeah. Chew on that for a <laughs> while. A spoonful of honey. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah. So I mean, we did that, but I feel like when, when that 12 month mark hit, our kids got hella picky. Uh, they, mm. they stopped eating like Henry, like stopped eating the, the scrambled eggs that we would make them. Uh, he's, uh, like potatoes. He was just very averse to, to this, like today we're like, we would give him Chick-fil-A, like, you know, whatever. Uh, and then just like a couple of years ago, like maybe a year or two ago, he just decided like, I hate French fries. I'm like, what kind of kid doesn't like <laughs> French? Fr- like what, now you're really making you it difficult. We can't even <laughs> default to French fries. Like what is wrong with you? So like it's, I, he's gotten very picky, but the problem is when all of your kid, when your kids have completely different palettes and it's so annoying and that's where we like had to put our foot down I'm like i don't care that you want this and you want this this is what we're all having because i'm not gonna mm-hmm. like colin is a little bit easier to please because he's the kind of kid that wants kind of what we eat what we eat he's like he hates peanut butter and jelly and all that but he wants like cut up like uh, uh filet mignon uh he wants like you know like meat that's like his thing mm-hmm. Uh, and then Henry is much more like, you know, I want the peanut butter jellies. I want cheese. It's, I want goldfish. Uh, I think Colin's a little bit more diverse when it comes to that, mm-hmm. but it sucks when you have like two kids that just have completely different palates and wants, and you're just like battling back and forth. And there are just so many, th- but, um, I think it was like, yeah, it was a uh, feeding littles, this course that we took. Mm-hmm. It's a good course. I'll plug it down below, not sponsored, whatever. Uh, it's a good course, but I think the way, the way they laid it out, it's like smaller portions. And then give them something like something uh, that they're used to, that they're definitely going to go, that's going to go down, raspberries, you know, whatever, uh, something new, 
right? Uh, and then something, and then the, and oh my gosh, I forgot the strategy. It was like something sweet, something salty, something, uh, you know, it's like the, the, the protein, the carb, all that. Um, and I think it's like, if they don't touch that one new thing, it's going to take about like 20 tries before they're like actually like open up to the idea of it. So don't be like super dismissive of it. But I used mm-hmm. to get super in my head about like, man, the kid's not going to eat a thing. Like what? And I would get like so angry about it. Uh, because I'm like, I'm just, I want what's best for you. But like, really, it all kind of works out. It's going to be fine if they don't finish their plate. Um, yeah, but they will yeah, survive. A, yeah, exactly. And then another thing is just like, I, there, there are so many things that I've heard about, like, well, again, in the course where like saying certain phrases, like one more bite, you got to finish everything on your plate that actually can mm-hmm. tend to create negative relationships with food that you might want to right. try to avoid. So, you know, if don't force and this is something that i personally need to work with because in my head i'm like you gotta eat you know you gotta and and i yeah. there's the barter system you want to you want out the ice so cream easily too yeah i mean you default to that but at the same time i'm always in the back of my head just trying to be like am i like creating these negative relationships with food where they just don't want to eat you know i, I don't so um, i mean it's something you don't that's eat, you don't battling. make it right so everybody's right. got to have a decent relationship with food at some point yeah yeah I, and I have a buddy who who doesn't eat for flavor. He eats to stop the pain. I have a buddy just like that too. Right? I, I, he, it, it's for energy. It, ener- food yeah. is an energy source. I've just never looked at food that way. But the way – sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off here. The reason why he's like that is because when he was a kid, he was always kind of a – not even a picky eater. He just ate less. And his parents would be like – you. You're not eating enough. You have to eat. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. My body's telling, and it's all and again. It's always feeding little littles. They're always talking about like, mm-hmm. yeah. They want you to listen to your body. It's not about eating. It's about listening to your body. Right. Uh, and Andrew was forced to go. His name was. His name is also Andrew. Andrew, I'm sorry. <laughs> and sorry. you're out. Yeah, this is a whole uh, Andrew yeah, crew. You gotta go. It's I'm a not different Andrew. Andrew. His, uh, so it was his parents, like he ate to his fullness, which was just, I mean, he got full easy, but his parents made Mm. him surpass that level so much as a kid that to this day, he has a negative relationship with it. And his parents, he notices that same attitude that his parents have as being cast down on on his daughter, my buddy, Andrew, his daughter, uh, she, you know, eats to her fullness and and his parents are still like, Hey, you need to keep on finishing your food. And he gets very defensive. He like wants to pull her out and be like, no, 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 no. Like she said, she's done. Leave her alone. So, uh, right. and I think from a young age, he was built. He there's like there's a negative, uh, you know, yeah. relationship with food. And to this day, he only eats for energy. He doesn't eat for taste. So, um, yeah, wild. I don't know. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're ahead. fine. It's it's just an interesting way that right. That's how we all figure out how to eat to our own flavors at some point, right? But yeah, yeah. The point I was going to get at with this guy is, um. He enjoys really good food. Like if you give him something that's flavorful mm-hmm. and good and right, he's like, wow, that's amazing. I'm like, yeah, you know, you can eat like this all the time. You don't have to eat like grilled chicken sandwiches with mayonnaise and fries like every day. Right. You can like vary yeah. it up. But he doesn't he doesn't like it's not a priority in his life. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Food's such a big thing in my life. And it sounds like it's a big thing in Ben's life, too, that yeah. I want my kids to like and enjoy food and not just have it there for energy, right? Because yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of delicious things in this world. There, I feel you know like I mean? it's such a – we had a talk on an earlier episode about like sharing your culture with your kids. Right. And I think we had touched on this idea of like so much of culture is 
based, is built into food. Mm -hmm. And so when I want my child to understand, if I want them to have a good, you know, not just my culture, but any culture, I want them to experience another culture. One of the first places you can do that is with the food. But the only way you get to do that is by having a palate that's like advanced enough to be able to feel those, get those different flavors, those different textures and understand it and say, you know, I'm open to experiencing something new. And so the only way that works is by constant exposure to something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go back to, to, um, we talked a little bit about like sort of negative food relationships and that's, that's one of the things we've, we've worked on in our house as well. Um, because you know, we don't want our kids to have a negative relationship with food and what they're eating. We want them to be able to like listen to their body. So what I found myself doing is having to try to not be a food pusher to say like once, you know, we set the food down in front of him, like if my son just doesn't eat, he's not hungry or he goes off and does something else, you know, he just decides not to eat. And I, you know, I'll kind of coax a little bit and say, all right, can you just try it? See if you're going to like it if you don't. But if he decides he's not going to eat, then it's just, he doesn't eat that night. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll give him like kind of one option of, you know, let's see if there's something else that we eat, like a leftover or something that he likes, like he loves fried rice. So we'll make him like, you know, fried rice and we'll just warm that up because it's something we've already made. That's, that's, you know, he, we know he enjoys. Um, and then the other thing we tried that was at my wife's suggestion was we're trying to not develop a negative relationship with, uh, like sugar, like sweet treats. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we tried really early on that actually worked well, um, is, you know, kids tend to like gobble up sweet stuff, right? Like as soon as you give it to them, it's like, it's a thing that they never have. It's usually kind of off limits or forbidden. And so they just scarf it down and they'll overeat on like sugar and candy and all that. And like, Mm -hmm. I think we let my son direct himself. He just eat Twizzlers all day. Um, I mean, yeah, (laughs) but one of the things we tried to do was like when we serve him dinner is he'll get all of his food and he'll get like a piece of chocolate or something on the plate too. Mm -hmm. So it all comes at once. So then it's not, I've got, you know, my good food and then I get the treat. Yeah. It's it's like, okay, this is just all a part of my plate and I'll have a little bit of the chocolate and he would eat a piece of chocolate and then not want the rest of it and like finish other things on his plate. And so it was a really cool kind of psychological thing to see him with that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that one pans out and if that's going to keep, <laughs> keep going so, in the future, but, but we, it seems to have worked well so far. We recently started kind of doing something similar to that. Uh, but with Colin particularly, the kid is so stubborn and <laughs> we're having to, like, like Lunchables, for example, right? We're bad parents because we, we buy Lunchables. We give to our kids. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> So lunch. I lived on those stuff. things. You're so terrible as a human being. <laughs> never going to grow up to be an adult. Kids will never survive. Yeah. So these lunchables now, right? They have. Um. I, I didn't think they they came like this when we were kids, but so it's like the crackers, the ham, and the cheese. But now it comes with a couple Oreos in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, so they, that's new. Yeah, we never exactly. Now yeah. now it's Oreos. Uh, <laughs> and Henry will eat the whole thing. Colin, just I just see these, these black Oreo crumbs, and then the ham, cheese, crackers all left there. You know. And we're like, Colin, it, you, you have to eat the rest too, okay? Uh, and and he and and then he'll like nibble. He'll just kind of like nibble and just like give me this mean look, like you mother effer, like He's I don't so make me do this. About it. And I'm like, golly. So it's like, so 
we, we try to give him the opportunity, but over and over again, the kid just fails us. So it's like, <laughs> what are we doing? And then here's the hard part, right? So, and then we, we do the, the thing that we're not supposed to do where it's like, okay, you got to eat your, your pasta first yep. and then you can have your, and that's the thing when they ask me for candy and in the middle of the day or whatever, I'm like, I'm, I don't always want to be like, no, never, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure, go mm-hmm. for it. I don't want them to, for it to be like this, right. like hidden forbidden thing. Like this is my meth, right? Like, no, it's just, if you want to, yeah, ask me, I'll just, sure, whatever, get, get something small. Uh, it's not like frequent, but at, at dinner time, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you get your food. Sure. Yeah. You, you know, there's a, a fun little treat after. But with Colin, right, he'll eat, he'll just nibble. And this is like a new thing. He'll just nibble. And then I'm like, you know the rules, right? Okay, whatever. And then I might step away for a second. He instantly runs to Katie and he just like – he's like, <laughs> oh, can I have a little treat? And Katie just melts for Colin. I'm like, what the <laughs> – and she like boys. I'm like, babe, you – you're you're no like you're doing this wrong you're giving him the candy like he didn't finish like he, is that not obvious so i don't know this i don't know i feel like we've been failing the uh the the whole thing lately with colin i think henry's a little so, bit more obedient and sienna eats everything but colin yeah we've been my, struggling with him lately my daughter the 18 month old's getting wily about this stuff mm-hmm. so she'll like eat half the cheese stick and then put it in her thing with her cheerios and save it for later and then, like, the other day, I gave her two. So she had Reese's peanut butter cups, the little mini ones, for the first time the other day. Oh, and yeah. And I gave her some, and she chomped it down. And then she's, she's figured out where the food is in the kitchen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she'll, like, reach up and be like, here, I want that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she figured out where the Reese's were, and she'd point to them. And so I gave her the first one, and then I shoved the sex ones into her cup with her Cheerios and goldfish, and right? And how yep. she eats Honey Nut Cheerios and goldfish out of the same cup, I don't know, but she seems to love it. <laughs> <I> so, <know. laughs> like, powdered cheddar and Honey Nut Cheerios do not, like, they're not For all one-year-olds, man. Okay, we're mixing the regular and Honey Nut, but um, she st- I put them in there, and I'm like, okay, you go run. I thought she ate them. Like, she's really good about digging out the things she wants and putting mm-hmm. them in her mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're on this road trip home, and it's four in the morning because I like to drive at night because the kids are asleep and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I open the back door, and my kid is covered in what I thought was poop originally from <laughs> nose down to about, like, the middle of her bed area, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, what did you do in this car seat? And then I'm like <laughs> – that it doesn't smell like it should smell, right? And right. I realized that she had oh. left a Reese's cup in her Oreo or Cheerios thing, and she pulled it out, and she had just like held it and ate it for probably twenty <laughs> minutes, and it was just oh. everywhere. And I was Dude. like, "Well, good on you, kid. Like you <laughs> saved your dessert for later. I can appreciate that." But the number of times I've gone to refill that thing, and there's like a hunk of warm cheddar cheese in there and i'm just like what I, i'm throwing this away like yeah. this is not okay I, yeah if she, has, gotta take if she hasn't caught like food poisoning by now she's fine what? she's got That's, just a cast iron yeah. stomach yeah oh no she's, she, just, she's building up her immunity she is well and that's my wife we have two dogs and my wife's like we can't we have to have dogs when we have kids and i'm like okay I get it, immune system, the whole thing. But the number of times I'd had a fish dog food out of my kid's mouth, like, look, this isn't mm-hmm. for you. Like, it might be savory <laughs> and delicious, but do not eat it. Okay, just wait. Oh, my are kid you was, able my to see underneath the? Uh, yeah. Are you oh, able to see? Adorable. Oh wait, hold up, hold up. Maybe it's we a little it. bit too too bright. So you know, we we give there he goes. 
So we give, uh, you know, our baby girl, oh, low battery. We give our baby girl food in the back. You know, we can't really see what she's doing. But right. uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're, uh, what I'm showing is just a picture of our baby girl in the back. And I don't know, those moments where there's just chocolate all over the seat, all over the face. And as a parent, you're just like, oh, my gosh. But I don't know, small part is just like, oh, you cute little rascal. I love you, man. I love <laughs> you, dude. Cute. It's just yeah. so adorable. I love their face. Yep. Uh, but uh, it's annoying. My son, my son yeah. lost a piece of chocolate the other day, and all of a sudden we were watching a movie, and he gets down, and I just hear him go, "Oh, I like, oh!" I was like, "Oh, what?" And he gets down, and he goes under. We have like a, a a couch and a love seat and a chair in our living room, and I'm sitting in the chair, and all of a sudden he's underneath the chair. Yeah, I'm like, "What?" I was like, "Buddy, what are you doing?" And he's kind of real quiet, <laughs> and he pops back up and he looks at me, and he's just got his hand over his mouth. <laughs> I was like, what are you eating? Yeah. What's in your mouth? <laughs> what did you take Turns out, from out under he, the he had lost a piece of chocolate. Now, I didn't know how old the chocolate was. So I was like, has it been there for a day, two yeah. weeks, a month? Right. Like, where did this come from? Is it actually chocolate? Is it something else? <laughs> so come to find out my wife had given him a piece of chocolate earlier in the day, and he had dropped it and forgotten about it. And the Perfect. O was the light bulb going off that there was a half-eaten piece of chocolate underneath the chair. <laughs> somewhere. I can yeah, find somewhere. it. And he, he found it. Leftovers. I made him. I felt bad because I made him spit it out and I threw it away. And I was like, I'll get you another one. But, like, we just can't eat carpet <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> you know today. what, man? I don't know. At least know. not today. I think at this point, I'm just so desensitized to it. Like, there's just so much goldfish in our car, right? There's goldfish mm -hmm. and just leftover, just like shards of, of old uh, granola bars or whatever. Every time we're loading the kids up into the car, Colin, Henry, just, oh, huh. Yeah. And before That's they even get to the seat, they just pick something up and eat it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh well, yeah. there it is. I'm like, what, do you, what are you eating? And it just took goldfish. M&M from and I'm like, how old? You know what? Just buckle up. Don't even care. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, as long as you don't puke fine. by the time we get there, yep. I'm good. Yep. Hey, man, over the last few weeks, it's happened so many times. Haven't had a single, th you know, like I'm knock on wood, haven't had a single uh, Ebola outbreak or anything like that. Nothing. I'm just, you know what? We're just going to let it ride. So My daughter's <laughs> gotten really good at not dropping things because she has mm, to beat the dogs to the treat. So oh. if she drops a goldfish like the likelihood that she's fast enough to get there before the 80 pound german shepherd who will just bowl her over or the 20 pound who gets there first is like yep. well that, that's gone kid it's so like that's that's a okay wait ben do you have a dog i do okay so uh, so one of the biggest annoyances for me especially with you know one to two years old that phase is just how much food just gets dropped on the ground, how much sweeping we have to do. And oh, well, even mm -hmm. older than that, there's just crumbs everywhere. They can't eat over the plate. It's just not what kids do. And there's just crumbs. You're constantly sweeping. It's just like, I, and it really bugs me. Like it's, but with dogs, that is a really good advantage to having, I mean, there's, you know, there's companionship, there's love, there's part of the family, but like the, but the, 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 cleaning, the, the filter room, the cleaning, <laughs> the cleaning, just, just, I mean, is that not amazing for you guys? Our dog used to be better about it, but so we have a 120 pound lab mix. Mm. Um, he's a lab Dane pit mix and used to be just an absolute Hoover. Now he's like 
12 and a half, 13 years old. Uh, His hips uh, don't really work very yeah. well. So, so he like, if it's near him and he can reach it without having to like get off his bed, he'll eat it or he'll wait until we leave and then he'll yeah. go and clean up around the table. But yeah, he, he's not chasing anything down much these days. Yeah. So yeah, mine's the opposite. My German shepherd can get to the counter without leaving all fours. So if it's yeah. on the counter and you're not paying attention, it's his because as yeah. soon as he's on his hind legs, he's That's my it. height. And <laughs> so he cleans up and that dog is food motivated yeah. and he will do anything for a treat. Um, and he does. He cleans up after. The downside is I literally have to have a Roomba to keep the fur and hair out of oh. the house yeah. chasing him around because otherwise we'd be vacuuming every room of the house every day just cleaning up fur. So mm-hmm. I'm not cleaning up goldfish but <laughs> but i am emptying roombas it's yeah two or three times a week just to make sure that the dog hair is under control um, yeah so god bless roomba for that one thank you yeah. i guess it's amazon now who owns roomba but it wasn't recently yeah, amazon we'll, we'll roomba now? yeah isn't that scary when did roomba i take map that? of your house oh yeah and now they... amazon owns roomba so amazon has all the maps of all your houses when... and they Wait, can market to you that? for first oh, like six months ago or so because we don't pay attention. Because oh, that's the way the world works now. I just assume it's either owned by like Google you know, or Procter and Gamble, Google, <laughs> Amazon, you know, possibly Black Disney. Rock. Have you heard right. about BlackRock? Yeah, and and they're, they're just all owned by BlackRock, so it doesn't matter yeah. anyway. BlackRock runs <laughs> it's the world. Fine. It's right. fine. Everything's, Everything's young fine. Black Rock is. Anyway, it's uh, that's that's anyway. Uh, that's, well, that's a conversation that, for a maybe a different, a different podcast. Paranoia podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah right, right. That's uh, <laughs> well, uh, a paranoia we've... podcast not on any mainstream podcasting channels because yeah, that would be that, <laughs> so yeah, you can't. They can't find us, right. don't succumb to the man. Yeah, right, right. right. So um, I I do have a question for everybody. So yeah, yeah. when you were going through, um, so two questions actually. So introductions to foods. What were the first foods you did and like what ones worked really well? So like did you have like a go-to thing, whether it was like veggie sticks or I think you said roasted vegetables were super easy for you. So getting started, like what was the easiest thing? And then the second question we'll we'll do a follow-up discussion is when your kids started eating, how did you feel? Because I know I had a lot of feelings about like, you know, purees were okay, but once we started getting to like real solid foods, like, mm-hmm. you know, we would do like edamame and all kinds of stuff. And like your kid starts to make all kinds of weird noises. Like, oh, how, God. what was that like? Cause it's one now that we're through it, it's different. But so we'll start with um, like favorite foods, like stuff that really worked for getting your kids into food. And yeah. then we'll go to, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little fear after. All right. All right. Andrew, <laughs> so, you go first. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I started with almost, so I went into the Gerber section and then I did the Gerber on Amazon, but I did mm-hmm. all of the like sitter foods, right? Like I was like, right. okay, she can sit up on her own. She can have all this stuff. And so the starter foods were nothing I prepared. They were all like the yogurt bites, mm-hmm. those little corn packing peanut things that like dissolve yeah. instantly. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I bought every flavor of those. We had those little star puff things that are in like all the different flavors. Yep. Um, so we went canister. Through, yeah. And that weird yeah. shaped canister. Yeah. yeah. And like the star shaped um, puffs that does yeah. not fit neatly into any bag you own. <laughs> no. And, and when you open it and pour it out, you're like, it doesn't weigh any different. What the hell did I just <laughs> yeah, buy? Yeah. Like, this is, yeah. it's all just air. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing there. Um, 
So we started with like all of that stuff after mm-hmm. we were done. Like it was, it was weird. So we did formula. We never mm-hmm. really breastfed. So, and that's one of the things we miss. We skipped on feeding is we never had any issues with nipple confusion. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big, like, I don't know. I don't understand that one. Cause it didn't happen with either of my kids, but um, then we went to purees and then I always like, ate in front of the kids so like if i'd be eating Mm -hmm. chicken wings i'd be staring at my kid eating chicken wings and she'd be watching me and it'd be like well grow teeth and then i'll give you some like right it was this very much a dialogue of like when you're ready you can have this and so do it just to assert dominance well (laughs) (laughs) um and so as soon as she kind of had teeth and was sitting i was like i don't know do you like this and i would just shove chunks of whatever i was eating into her mouth i mean she probably mm-hmm. had shrimp at under six months i know she had peanut butter because we just scraped some onto her teeth mm-hmm. right um i'm trying to think what else like when she finally had top and bottom teeth mm-hmm. i actually let would let her bite pistachios so i'd like hold mm-hmm. them and she'd oh, chunk damn. them so she could like chew up pistachios because uh, i knew yeah. they were small enough she could swallow them whole but she got really good at like chewing things well before she yep. had molars. Wow. And so for me, it wasn't a particular food, but right. I really did follow that like Gerber foods, sitter, mm-hmm. standing walker. And mm-hmm. then by the time I could put like chicken and stars in her mouth in mm-hmm. a spoon and she just ate it and there were no issues. I was like, okay, I can, she can eat whatever now. Basically. I, she can eat whatever. And then once we had, I want to say it was like three or four bottom teeth and a couple top teeth. And she could actually like snap things off. Mm-hmm. I would let her do cheese. Um, cheese sticks are like those little square single serving, like Tillamook mm-hmm. cheddar yeah, things. Little, yep. The and then we ones, recently yeah. started doing baby bells. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that was all at under a year to a year. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. once she was like her first birthday, I mean, I was doing things like, do you like pepperoncinis? Like, yeah. do you like olives? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. her first birthday had a charcuterie board and I was like, the only thing that didn't go in her mouth were the gummy bears. Um, cause mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think she can masticate yeah, t- those t- well yeah, enough those not, not yeah. to yeah. choke. No, right. Yeah. And so I was like, gummy bears are not happening, but almost everything else on there went mm-hmm. in. We were doing like slices of almond. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it really was just, I don't know. Will you eat this? Yeah. Hey, you will. Yeah. Okay. You didn't choke. Yeah. But as the follow-up to your second question, Oh my God, the gagging sounds this kid made uh, for the dude, first was, year of her yeah, life. I was going to hit on sent me yeah. into heart attacks on more than Full one sent. occasion. Yeah. Dude, like, I was, yeah. I mean, I have never leapt out of a recliner faster in my entire life. And sh- and yeah. I, by the time I get there, she's like, I'm good. Dad. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, on that note, that's a, it's a very jarring sound. And I remember specifically with the, well, with a lot of things with the, um, you mentioned like the dry, uh, the, like these dried yogurt melts. Yeah. These yeah. The puns. yogurt melts. Specifically when they're learning those, to swallow them. Yeah. Oh my God. Damn kids, yeah. they, they gagged on those so much. And Henry, I remember those, it was just like so scary. And he would just go, and we would just like yep. jump, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you, think you, you think they're dying. You think yeah. they're dying, but it's actually, in a way, there's a, a I mean, if a, a, a they're learning how to swallow. To it. 
They're, yeah. they're learning how to get something back up and they're learning a very important skill of like oh. the gag mm-hmm. reflex, what it does and how to force something back up so they can get it up and, and chew it down and then get it and get it back down. So I remember with our first really scared about that gag sound second, still scary third Sienna did it a bunch and we're just like, she's got it. Get it up. All you right, good girl. Good. You know, I, so um, only yeah, two scary. times in her 18 months, like knock on wood here. Has she, like, gagged to the point where it came out because she was out of control, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But the rest of them, she has managed to gag it up, chew it up, or just get it down and and solve that problem. And as weird as this sounds, I think the way we handled food and solids has mitigated the entire teething process. Because Mm -hmm. I have not had a kid complain about their gums or like those little she she won't do the like frozen chewy things. We tried yeah. them for a while. Like here, chew on this, and she had like the little teether rubber things, and they definitely had teeth marks in them where she was chewing on them, right? But like this idea of a kid awake just screaming because their teeth hurts, and mm-hmm. right, you're like, I don't know, just rub whiskey on their gums, right? That whole yeah. like <laughs> insanity that you Sorry, hear about in the media. That. I understand. <laughs> I'm just yeah. yeah. Right. There's all of that. Like teething is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Either have the best kid on the planet yeah. or how we were feeding her at that stage mitigated the entire yeah. teething process. Well, and it's like, if you're more comfortable giving them foods too, you can give them things like um, we would do like frozen cucumber sticks, right? That, like oh, something yeah. that yeah. we knew he could chew up really easily, but that mm-hmm. was like his teether as we knew he liked cucumbers and we could freeze them and then hand him like a little cucumber ice pop that, and he would just gnaw on that and it made his gums feel better. Yep. Um, so like, I know for yep. us kind of going back to the, like the top of the question, like we, our favorite foods, as I mentioned before, we used to do um, the two ingredient pancakes. Those were mm-hmm. super simple. They come out like little crepes, basically. Um, those were really easy. We would chop up like uh, like soft vegetables. We did a lot of roasted vegetables, like sweet potatoes. Um, we did asparagus a little later once he had more teeth, just because it's a little tougher to bite through. Fibrous. Um, yeah, like roasted green beans were really easy. He mm-hmm. loved uh, edamame. And this is where the second part of my question came from is because we were at a uh, an Asian restaurant. We had ordered edamame. He loved them, and he was able to, like, actually get them out on his own. So we would hand really? him the whole thing. Yeah, we'd hand him the bean pod, to, and he was yeah, popping Yeah, we'd hand him the bean pod, and he awesome. would actually pop it out on that's, his own and eat that's it. good finger dexterity the, for him. The that's issue good. was, though, is he when he bit one of them, part of the skin came <laughs> off, oh, and it uh. stuck to the roof of his mouth. And I remember just sitting in the restaurant hearing this just unholy (laughs) sound coming out of my child and everyone in the restaurant starts looking at us. And I was just like, I was like, what do I do? I was like, he's not choking. I think he's okay. And like, we don't want to like tap him on the back. And like, eventually after three or four times, he just brought it back up. We pulled it out of his mouth and he went back to eating and he was perfectly okay. Um, Oh, yeah, that... giving them like a lot of our favorite foods were uh, like soft meats. Um, so like pot roast. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, once we got through shellfish, he loves lobster. Um, he has oh, a wow. very expensive taste. So like yeah, I, would I was going to lobster rolls and get like like oh, I'll get some extra meat in case he wants to try it. He ate half of my lobster roll. He was like a he was like sixteen or eighteen months old, and mm. he took bread, lobster, everything, all of it. It was just yeah, like man. kept doing his his more. 
more, more. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, our, our daughter like, dude, more, thing. more. Like, I don't have any dinner left. Not like, in this economy. Not with well, inflation. Yeah, is, no more for you, This thirty-five dollar yeah, four like ounce lobster like roll. You just ate two of them. Yeah. But yeah, steaks, all kinds of stuff. That was yeah. Once you get over that, that I feel like once you get over that fear of you can see them able to get the food back up it really opens up the world does on yep. what you're willing to give them i'll uh i'll just go quick on mine um uh, uh a similar approach to uh what andrew mentioned uh we did we did um oh gosh what was the brand it, it, we um just, just like little pouches with the little spout and we would mm-hmm. kind of oh put, yeah uh, we would just squirt it onto organic the, uh, applesauce yeah, yeah 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 we did the fruit for organic whatever it doesn't matter there's metal in all of them apparently <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so we would like put them onto a little baby spoon and and then it got to a point where they just sucked it sucked it down but when the teeth came in and they were eating the main go tos were us were avocado um cut with like this little wavy crinkle cutter so they can grab it easier mm-hmm. uh avocado banana um and then uh those are the mains and then um uh scrambled eggs was a main go-to for us just one mm-hmm. egg scrambled up they uh, i think all of our kids shoveled down scrambled eggs as fast as possible um and then uh oddly enough taco meat um, was uh, mm-hmm. was a was quite a popular one. Uh, we would kind of go easy on like the 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 it's seasoning, seasoning uh, yeah. so it wasn't as as intense and bold. And we always went mild. We didn't go spicy. Um, and uh, they really liked taco meat quite a bit. And uh, we would sometimes did be like a little bit of Spanish rice. So it'd be Spanish rice and taco meat. We just threw it, and it was it was a mess, guys. I'm not saying that this was a clean affair by any means. It was a mess. <laughs> and cleaning up rice on the ground is is so annoying because you can't just like broom it up. Like it's <laughs> no. you can't sweep Cook, that cooked so, rice. That's is where you so need a dog. Sticky. That's where you need a dog, or you do what we do. We get lazy. We just leave it and let it dry. So the yep. next morning, <laughs> it sweeps sweep up, it up dried. Yeah. And it's so easy. But you, it's, <laughs> you, it's the amount of like the the, the amount of uh, taming of my OCD that I had to be okay with that just was was a, leave was a huge mountain. Uh, I, but yeah, you think that's messy? Try feeding your kid any Indian food. Oh, bro. chicken tikka Ooh. masala. Butter That's chicken. some heat there, isn't there? Isn't there a lot of heat I, with that? I order them very mild because okay. my wife hates spice. But okay, I, I there's a photo on the Discord. But my kid will take a piece of naan, dip it into chicken tikka masala, and Good bite for- it. Like good kid, and I'm going. I love this kid. Like uh, yeah, that's the chicken. Awesome. Grabbing a piece of chicken and eating it, meh, uh, not so much. <laughs> but dipping is our current. We're working mm-hmm. on all the sauces. And, the sauces are. Um, but I swear to God, Indian food. When your kid grabs a handful of curry and just goes like this, and you're like, "Oh Ooh. God!" And you look over, and she's just covered. He. But she, I hope it's a bath night. Yeah, it's just. Oh, that's going to be a four wet wiper. That's yep. That's <laughs> that's a moment. Right. Man, I think the thing we were most con- the most we were most conscious about was. It's just a choking hazard. That was something that we were mm-hmm. always super scared of. So anytime we would give them food, if it was like, like we uh, like like cheese sticks, right? We would cut them up super small into like tiny little bites, where it's like this isn't going to get jammed in your throat. You can gum it down, or you can chew it to the point where you're, you you can chew and swallow. Uh, but that's something even still to this day. Even she's past a year, she's able to manage a lot. We we make sure that we shred up the chicken really good, or we or we cut it into good size pieces uh particularly with meats because you know that, that protein is kind of hard to really mm-hmm. chew up they don't have yeah, proteins um, are tough 
you know those the, those and those back. Teeth I'm living dangerously then because yeah, my kid bit, gets the whole the nuts, mozzarella like, cheese stick. <laughs> like she gets the whole thing. She's running around at 18 I mean, months. I mean, with this little like. Like real like Montessori baby led weaning, like yeah, you give them a cheese stick and it's cut to the right size already, and they you know they mm-hmm. they they learn how and to manage it, it well. We're just yep. really at, uh, maybe we're doing a disservice by like cutting do, it too too. Perfectly, we do whole so. chicken strips. Like I'll just give her a chicken strip and let her bite through. <laughs> yes, all of it, bread yes. and everything. Um, uh, they manage. trying to think of what else weird big like that. I mean, so different thought, and actually Ben reminded me of this. The one thing, the one, if there's a dad hack to come out of this, if you take your children to a restaurant, do mm-hmm. not tell them you have children. Just say, I have X number of adults. Mm-hmm. Like, and when you show up with three kids and they're like, wait, but you said five. I said, yeah, I want five chairs for adults because I got all oh. this. Sh- and you're not going to park me at a table for two with two <laughs> kids or, uh, right? Or yeah. I got two adults and three kids and you want to park me at a table for, for no i no, want a table we for need six the space. Like, we need the space yeah, yeah i always yeah. round up to the next even number and i always tell them it's all adults <laughs> even if i'm showing up with kids because yeah, yeah. I, like it's just insane how many of these places want to like oh kids take no space that that's not true I, yeah. do you no, guys uh, you guys do that kid takes up twice as much space as i do do you guys opt for restaurant high chairs or keep them in stroller with a snack tray attached or do you do you bring your own okay. high chair so Depends. until she was walking she stayed in arduna Okay, and mm-hmm. she didn't get a meal. She just ate whatever bottle or okay. package or right. Sure. We brought it and yep. fed it. Yep. Once she started to walk, I bought this origami strap it to any chair high chair. Okay, and it's it's basically a booster seat, and I think I linked it in the Discord, but I can link it again. It was not sure. cheap, but it is the best thing I've ever purchased because it collapses to basically the size of an eleven by seventeen sheet of paper, little smaller. Mm-hmm. It's got a shoulder strap. The shoulder strap also doubles is the thing that you use to strap it to the chair mm-hmm. and you can strap it to any chair anywhere. It's got a five point harness. I harness her in, I push her all the way in and she sits at the table just like everybody else and eats off a plate and she's learned how to drink out of a straw. And so she, she takes up an adult size space at a table and she usually sits next to myself or my wife and, and we do our own high chair. Occasionally we'll put her in the restaurant high chair if it's easier, but mm-hmm. nope. Yeah. I just, yeah. If What's I'm going to is, is when I use the restaurant high chair. Yeah. So our three-year-old does, um, three-year-old is in his own chair, grown up size chair. Um, we did restaurant high chairs for a little while, but we always found they were either disgusting or broken. Um, so always they just, so like, you know, very few places had good quality high chairs. Yeah. Um, so we would usually not put him in one if we could avoid it. We'd either sit him with one of us or he would sit, you know, in his own seat or, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things that we found, and this was through um, some work that we did with Veer, um, is the the Veer switch and roll system. That seat mm-hmm. actually converts to a like a booster seat. Um, so you can actually pop it off of the stroller, fold the bottom underneath, and it comes with these straps. So you can actually strap it to a chair. Strap it to a chair. Um, oh, that's cool. So you can kind of take out your own, you know, your Have you done it dual yet? booster seat. I haven't done it yet. It looks really huh. cool, but that's going to be like our new system. I um, that's it's like that's we need legit. one. That's going to be our that's going to be our setup because we have like a portable high chair that we can use places and all that stuff. But 
mm-hmm. what we found is most portable high chairs, like once your kids start getting a little chunky, like their thighs get stuck. And then now I'm thinking about like, well, how do I cut the material out? And then is it yeah. really safe and all that? I'd rather just have something dedicated or get to a point where my kid just sits in a grown up chair um, yeah. and, and, you know, eats and, and carries themselves like an adult at the restaurant. Here's here's what happened with us. Our, our um, big reason why we have an ep- oh. oh, sorry. Uh, so what happened with us was uh, well, Henry. The last time that we went to, uh, it was a, it was a Chili's, and, mm-hmm. uh, and no shot at Chili's here, but uh, we used one of their high chairs, and Henry was eating off of it, sitting there, and I, I guess it, you know they touch everything, they put it in their mouth, and you you do the best to like de- you know, to sanitize it all. Uh, then he got this wicked stomach bug. So ever since then, uh, we, we didn't, we don't really use restaurant high chairs as much. Uh, when the kids are like three plus, they're just in a regular seat, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to it. Uh, we now have this thing called, um, it's called a perch. It's a, uh, it's from a brand called Guzzy and Gus it's called the perch. And it's like this thing where you just like snap it onto like this edge of a table and then mm-hmm. you just like kind of bolt it on. It's a quick setup time. Uh, sometimes it can make the table a little top heavy or whatever and like bring it down. So you, you, we have to be strategic about where we like mount it. Uh, but for the most part, we bring that and then um, we'll just kind of wipe down the table or like have this um, little uh, what's it called up uh, placemat type thing so mm-hmm. that they can eat it off of. But yeah, we I, we we I don't know. Ever since that Chili's episode, we haven't really used a restaurant high chairs as much. I mean, sometimes we do, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's our approach there. Do you guys bring your own mats? No. Like a, so like what do you do mat? for that? What do you do for that? Because I like I I wanted I, I don't know if it exists yet, but I I wanted to invent this thing with just like these mats that you can just like lay out, stick temporarily. They're like biodegradable or whatever. You can just just throw them out, you know. But like it'd be so nice if they're they're just like so, these. These we have just... a um, we use this thing called a busy mat um, uh-huh. that's super super flexible. So it's a silicone mat silicone. that has like kind of a little. It kind of makes just a little eating area, especially for kids that are you know not using utensils or anything yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but it has suction cups on the bottom, so it'll stick to any like flat surface. Now textured surfaces, natural wood tables, those are always tough. Um, but it's completely washable. So you just like run mm. in the bathroom, rinse it off and you're done. Mm. The biggest plus about it has been, um, there are, when your kid is in their throwing phase, <laughs> you have these, uh, <laughs> tethers that actually stick. There's like a, like a little knob with a hole in it. And there's these tethers you can stick to the mat and then tether the toy to the mat. Uh-huh. So mm. if you're out somewhere and they have their sippy cup and they're trying to throw it, you can actually tether it so they can't throw it off the table. And then the other upside of that is like our kids love to chew on like shopping cart handles when we were oh, out. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And so with the busy mat, you can actually pop it, like put it over itself and fold it and then stick the suction cups to each other so okay. that they chew on that instead of chewing on the um onto the uh you know shopping cart handles or or the metal or whatever's in front of them. Ben um, do but me- it makes life a little easier. Do me a favor, drop a link in our little private chat here so that uh, we can see it. And anyone who's listening up to this point, thanks for being with us for an hour, basically. But <laughs> what I'll do is all the stuff that we're talking about, I'll just like drop the links for all these things in the show notes so that you can like see it. Andrew dropped a link for the um, that uh, the instant so, pop up booster seat thing that he's talking about. Booster seat, yeah. The bomb bomb ball instant pop up booster seat. I'm looking at it right now. It. He wasn't lying when he said that it's not cheap. The thing is 
$50, but it's off 48% off for a whopping $130 right now. <laughs> it looks awesome, though. It looks legit, though. But, yeah, I, I mean, I see. Uh, you haven't mentioned it cool. yet, but oh, check hey. this out. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Dad and daughter matching. He got the, just he's saying got a dad verb onesie. Yo, that's, hey, that's real awesome. quick. How long did it take for the for the merch to get to you? I don't know, like a week. Maybe really two. ten Yo, days at the I most. I bought my own merch. It took me three. It took three weeks for my own merch to get to me. I was so pissed. I'm like dogging <laughs> on my own stuff. Like what the? It took three weeks See, to I... get to me. I'm so mad. Hey. Anyway, yeah, wearing our dad verb stuff. Oh so. my gosh! Look at those eyes, man. Yep. Carrying oh, our juice. Beautiful. See? Oh, that's hey. how, we, that's how we roll. <laughs> man. Anyway, it's my daughter right now. I want to go wake her up. <laughs> but yeah. That is so fun, man. That's that's. Hey, I love that. Hey, look at that. We have oh, merch. Yeah, a- anyone who's uh, who's wondering. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I, I was supposed <laughs> to. I was. I told the, all the mods in our Discord to, "Hey, I'm gonna send you stuff," and they gave me their addresses, and I just took a big fat dump on them, and I haven't sent it to them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, so, I'm so sorry. You know the guys. best part about that is, you said send me your addresses, and then you didn't accept anybody's friend invite, so we could message you directly. I accepted one. <laughs> so I'm so yeah, yeah. bad, at- man. <laughs> this guy. I am a. I. I. You know, I'll admit, I'm not good <laughs> at. At uh, responding to effing DMs and, and, and messages and all that stuff or keeping my word, frankly. Listen, I'm just laying out a bunch of negatives about myself right now. <laughs> no, I, you're good. It's, it's, it's good, fine. Man. I don't we think have, anybody's upset. It was just kind lives. of funny. Yeah. No, I swear, Josh, if you're listening to this, you, you're going to get you get you some, you know, all, all the mods in our Discord. I'm, I swear to you I'm working on this. I, sh- uh, I should go check tracking because I bet you I can. It didn't dude, take long. Like it, it was, I don't know no. what happened. My order took me like three weeks. I got this. It actually is pretty badass. It's um, I was actually really happy with the quality because I, I use this third party. I like use like Teespring. It's not. I don't make my own stuff. It's a way for creators to help like monetize. But it's this like desk mat, right? And I'm actually surprised like at how good it actually is. It's uh, I like it's it. So I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of of my desk mat here. So, uh, but anyway, um, okay, so. I, we do we have Sorry, time distraction to, to ben did we answer your questions enough i feel like there was a there's a, a second half of that question no, they were good yeah no okay. the, the second half was or the first half was like what foods worked for you right um, okay. which you with the scrambled eggs reminded me uh rice and eggs was a great like just white rice scrambled eggs mix it together to kind of soften everything was awesome yeah we did that um, yeah we did uh we, yeah, we, we talked about favorite foods and then just like your experience with the gagging so yeah. You're out there and you're starting your kids on foods. They will gag. They will sound like they're choking. It's going to happen. Be patient. They'll, yeah. 99% I, of the time they're going to be we'll fine. Maybe brush up on your infant CPR just in case. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> there's a great device that just came out that's the like the anti-choking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. We don't have that, but that's cabinet. a good 20 bucks. You should, I should, everyone should have them. that. I was like, we're putting one in each car. And I'm putting two in the house because oh. it just gave me that peace of mind Mine, that like yeah. the worst case scenario is I can plunger my kid's face yep. until <laughs> the food comes out. Like it's as it, as That's dumb as it, it is, sounds. It's, it's a the, plunger for your face, and it works for really adults. Is. It's right? one of the That's, most effective Facebook targeted ads I've ever seen. Uh, yep. It's like they they showed like this mashed up grape. 
inside the de-choker because some baby – they had, like, the footage of it. It was, like, a security camera in the kitchen or whatever. And the mom, like, rushed over, and the kid was just, like – like, they couldn't get it up. It, it, it's – it's when you don't hear the gagging, that's when it's actually scary. Yeah. Gagging, it's, yeah. it's sound. Gagging that means oxygen's okay. coming when up and down. Stop gagging. It's when, when it's silence. Concerned. That's the- when it's scary. So she got the D choker. She she plungered this this grape out of his throat, and it was like, okay, I'm buying it. That was a very yeah, effective. Do you know why? You, you know what sold me on it? It wasn't for my kids. I was confident I could heimlich almost anything out of my kid, right? <laughs> they might come up with a broken rib, or I might feel really bad later. And uh, uh, like, but mine was. I had my gallbladder removed and I am not a small man Mm. and my wife could not even lift me to get me out of bed to like go to the bathroom. Like Uh, mm. I literally had to fight my way through the pain of holes in my abdomen to go use the restroom. Right. Mm. And that's what sold it for me. Like if I am ever actually choking because Andrew took too big a bite of brisket because he was being a glutton. Right. I need my wife to be able to grab this plunger and put it on my mouth and get the food out of me. Yeah. While I'm on mm. the ground, not the kid. like, yeah, like right. kids that was the okay. one that was the <laughs> one that clinched it for me was I wasn't worried I couldn't take care of the kid or that it was as an adult, I need to be able to take care of other adults as well. And this is a two for device, yeah, right? Works for and everybody. that's it was it was almost a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, although quick. I'm the guy that if somebody would sell it to me, I'd put an AED in my house but they won't sell them to me because they're like these Can't weird legally certified. buy them. Right. Like, I don't care if it's three grand. I want one and I want it on my fall. Um, yeah. uh, real quick, we, we, but, we, we quickly breached the topic of, of CPR. If you don't know, it's actually really important to kind of figure out some sort of um, mm-hmm. uh, take some sort of CPR class. I mean, they're they're available online or whatever. It was just, just general. I mean, you can even watch YouTube your, videos. Your local uh, Red Cross. There you go. Does them it, for free. For, usually. For free. So almost uh, every hospital will do one too. With babies, uh, you're not doing the normal Heimlich that you would do, uh, you know, an adult or whatever. You're actually it's more of a hitting the back kind of a thing. Just to, yeah. to watch a YouTube video. Don't just listen to me. Do your do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. But uh, yeah, it's 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 not what you think. Uh, if if, yeah. a, if a you know six month old is choking, you're not gonna grab him from behind and do a Heimlich. It's I, it's it's different. So just. Heads up, guys. Heads up. You know. uh, another one that's on that same note, there's an excellent Grey's Anatomy episode about exactly that, oh. where okay. um, there's another Andrew's Dirty Secrets. I like medical dramas. Um, <laughs> House there's, was uh, the best one. House was I, amazing. I loved House. I didn't watch too but many medical a, dramas, but House is great. There's a Grey's Anatomy where this little kid's a choking in the... And the nurse is like, what do I do? And the ER doctor comes up, flip the kids over, and just goes, bam! And the mother's yeah. losing her mind because he is literally beating this child. And <laughs> yeah, you're striking him on the, the back. Rape or whatever. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it popped out, and the kid starts breathing. And like, he just abused my kid. Look. Yeah. This is, yeah. the, you have to use some adult size force here. This isn't like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. When you take a so, CPR, an infant CPR course, they will tell you like one of the big things they talk about is like your back blows have to be hard enough to get the food out, which yeah. means you're, so your child will recover from a broken rib. They will not recover from choking to death. Right. So like yep. your option is, is like you might hurt them, but they'll survive and they'll be okay. Um, yep. One of the courses, the course that I took was uh, through Tinyhood, 
Yeah, that's um, another which big. Is, so yeah, they have was, a lot of it's big a membership based one, so you do have to pay for that. So there, there's a ton of stuff in there, and I think you can kind of add things on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up taking their infant CPR course, really, really well done. Um, yep. And I'm very fortunate enough that uh, you know my wife is also a nurse, so she had access to one of the like infant CPR dolls. So I actually nice. had to practice on on one of the ones before I had a kid, and didn't you know have to borrow anybody's baby to practice back blows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds um, it sounds terrible, but that's that's what they are, right? Yeah. And and it's if you're looking at it out of context, you're like, what is he doing to that child? Mm-hmm. Right? But in Keeping context, it's it's necessary. Yeah. You know what uh, we skipped here entirely was, uh-huh. uh, and it just occurred to me. Juices, milks, drinks, sugar content. Like, what do you do for your kids? Because for me, that was a huge, like, I am not going to have a diabetic four-year-old because I shoved it full of ocean spray for the first three years of its life, right? I, like, yeah. I, uh, well, I, I don't, we're over well, time, but we totally skipped the drinks part of this conversation. Well, up to the first year, you know, they're not really doing too much. It's just milk, right? It's milk, just, I mean, water. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. So. But then really the water really started to kick in a little bit more for us, you know, after the 12 month. I I don't know. We're not like sugar Nazis or anything like that, but we just don't like for me personally, I don't really drink too much like juices or sodas. I just Mm -hmm. I I just I, I just mostly stick with water. Uh, and, and we have like honest juices and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's never been something that our kids have argued too much about. And I think Mm -hmm. it's just partially because they just haven't been exposed to as much of it sure like they love like sprite and stuff like that so if they go you know if we're going to a little restaurant chick-fil-a or whatever they'll ask for their sprites and we'll give them their sprites and it's totally fine but for the most part they're just drinking waters uh at school it's like a new thing that they always have to have like these water bottles we've got like it's just just there's just so much uh water intake and it's just what they want it's just what they're exposed yeah. to the most uh, but yeah, occasionally they'll have a couple sodas and, and drink uh, and, and juice boxes and Capri Suns. We just don't have too much of it in our house, um, and for the most part, they're asking, "Hey, mom, dad, can can you get us mm-hmm. our water?" So yeah, uh, the same way. that's never been too much of an issue for us. Uh, but we just kind of stick with water. We we're my wife will not drink water for the most part. We go through really? she goes through two gallons of milk a day a week herself. So really wow. like she drinks milk like it's water. And so that's this wild. idea that our kid was going to drink water was kind of never going to happen because I <laughs> I will drink water, but I drink a lot of iced tea like nah. it's just black tea and yeah. flavored water for all intents and yeah. purposes. Yeah, yeah. And so that was one of the ones that was like, OK, what do you do when it comes to juices in terms of what do you feed the kid? And ironically, she loves orange juice. Yeah. Um, we dilute dude, I, everything because yep. it is all way too sugary and yep. way too half sweet. and half, half I water, yeah, whatenever you're I'll, out I'll look, into my, I'll look into my Feeding Littles course because I think in the Feeding Littles course, they do talk about like drinks and stuff like that. But I, that's that's one of the courses that I never really breached on because I was just never something that we I just never I, cared about. But I, I can look into it what, and, and let you know. Mott's did a whole line called Mott's for Tots. I, um, it's super watered down. It's um, really yep. – oh, we have it. We have some of that. And, yeah. And the other one that I we've found we really enjoy is uh, V8 splashes. Oh, yeah. All the V8 yeah. splashes water down really well for kids, and they're all like full servings of vegetables and juice. Right, so we've been going that route, but mm-hmm. um, it was really interesting. My daughter actually likes cran raspberry juice, 
go oh. figure. Like as an, I know adults who won't drink cran raspberry juice, and here I am feeding my kid. Like here, try right. this. Dad likes it. Here's here's cran grape. Try this. Dad mm-hmm. likes it, and she is killing it. Is it, it so. cran raspberry juice cocktail or or hundred percent? No, no, no. Juice. Um. So I buy. This is the only Ocean Spray product she drinks, but I buy Ocean Sprays, cran raspberry juice. Uh-huh. It's it's just a straight, and I dilute it in water, and she loves it. She will not drink straight V8 though. Like uh-huh. tomato juice V8, mm. she won't do it. She doesn't. That's a full vegetable she's not into. But interesting. Um, yeah, and, that was just. Yeah, we do the. Um, for us, we don't do a lot of sugary drinks. Um, we just kind of try to avoid it because it's just you know it's a lot of empty calories. Uh, we don't drink a lot of soda or anything in our house. Like if we do have sodas, it's a little, you know, like hundred calorie Coca Colas or whatever. Where. Uh, you know, we spend a get a little too rowdy at the pool on the weekend or whatever, and you need just like to recover on a Sunday. That's basically why they're there. Ben says um, as he drinks his Kickstart right there on his desk. Oh, this no, this is a, uh, a liquid death? liquid death separate liquid lime. death. Oh, okay, yeah. oh the lime one. Okay, okay. Yeah, the lime ones are good. Listen, um, uh, but yeah, for juice and stuff, it's just the yeah you know, we shop at Costco, so like the honest. Uh, the honest organic mm-hmm. juices are great because they're like That's what 35 we have. calories. There's not a bunch of sugar in them. Uh, if nope. you taste them, it's like water apple down. juice is like someone passed water over the outside of an apple and then put it in a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's right. about that's about as concentrated as it gets. So you know, good. another one is hint. Hint. Uh, they also make like oh. a kids, which is even more watered down than the than. How can you water already honest? watered down, dude? Hint is literally what the brand is. It's like a, it's right. like water with a tiny hint of watermelon. I was expecting a little bit more. I was like, bro, <laughs> it's got, it's oh. even to the point where my kids are kind of like, nah, nah. They just drain the water off the watermelon <laughs> patch and bottle. Right. That's a great one. Dude. My my daughter will eat watermelon by the fistful. Oh yeah, our kid, I don't yeah, even fruit, have to cut yeah. them down. She'll just oh, like if you need to hydrate oh. your kids. Give them watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon, yeah, dude. It's that's it's yeah. Our kids just have been dominating fruit. It's 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 peach season right now. There's so many good peaches. Uh, they've been jamming on good soft peaches. We've been getting them at Costco, but. Anyway, guys, uh, we've been running over for about an hour and 12 minutes. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I think what I'd like to do is maybe table our conversation about like travel, um, road trips and all that. Maybe for another episode, we'll bring yeah. Andrew back on because he, he's got a couple trips under his belt recently. I've got air travel coming up here in a little bit. We'll be flying with all three kids. Uh, so, you know, we, we can make it a, a little episode about travel, travel tips. Should, should do a uh, whole travel one. Find yeah, somebody we'll, who's put a kid on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh boy! Oh what boy! The laugh? Like, we all know it's a bad idea. No one's really done it, but come on! Oh man! Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll save that one for the next episode, um, and we'll, we'll you know might bring Andrew back on for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll save it. But for now, do you guys have any closing thoughts on on you know foods, or, or are you guys ready to kind of wrap up here? I mean, my, I think my biggest closing thought is don't limit your kids food intake by your dietary expectations for yourself. That's a good, that's important. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're a vegan, that doesn't mean your kid isn't going to need to eat hot dogs or like hot dogs or steak or burgers or right. They, they need to experience that stuff. And so that would be my biggest one is Andrew hates bananas, but my daughter has eaten bananas because Mm -hmm. she, she needs to have the full range. And I guess that's the biggest takeaway I have is don't limit something from your kid's life just because you don't like it. That's a right? really good in, in terms closing of food. thought. That's a really good closing thought. Don't let your personal biases 
impact or limit what your kids get exposed yeah. to. I'm the same way. I, I'm not a big fan of avocados, you know, uh, which I know I'm only one, but you know, our Man. daughter, she, I think it's a good, important thing for her to be exposed to. So we let her have it. All right, yeah. Ben, you got awesome. anything? Uh, just don't be afraid. Um, I know that's a really challenging thing to say is like, don't be afraid, but like along the same lines as, as Utah, Andrew, right? Like, don't be afraid to expose your kids to different foods. Don't be afraid to let them try things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, your kids are much, I think in anything, your kids are much more capable than you give them credit for if they're allowed to have that experience. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, um, we're going to wrap things up here. Everything that we talked about in this episode from some of the products that we mentioned, uh, the Tiny Hood course, CPR things, the Feeding Littles course, I'm just going to have that all in the show notes so that you can um, you know, click through if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, and I might even try to find that D choker that we talked about and uh, and and drop I, that in there as well. I linked so. it. It's You linked it as well? Yeah, cool, I cool. think Ben linked it as well. I think there's yeah, two so. different versions. Full disclosure, if we can get an affiliate link here, it'll be affiliate link. But I feel like for the most part, they're not going to be any affiliate links. But hey, uh, buying through those links does help support the channel. Um, listen, uh, we really appreciate you guys following along for you know, an hour and 15 minutes that we've been chatting here. Uh, it's really good to be able to um, hear from a growing community of dads out there, whether you're listening here on Spotify or on YouTube, you're watching us or uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. Uh, we'd appreciate any sort of review that you have for us. Uh, and that helps us uh, know that's you're liking this stuff. And as always, you know, if you have any sort of requests um, or, or questions for us, let us know whether that's on the Discord or in the comment section uh, in the YouTube, uh, and uh, we'll be there to read it. So thank you guys for listening, for watching, and we'll catch you on the next one where we're going to chat about uh, a little bit of summer travel. Appreciate that, or appreciate your time. <laughs> Peace, guys. Later. <laughs>